from LPM. Louisville Public Media. Support for LPM Podcasts comes from the Eye Care Institute and Butchertown Clinical Trials, where they strive for diversity, equity, and inclusion within their staff, patients, and clinical trial participants. To learn more, visit butchertown.clinic. From Louisville Public Media. Support for this podcast comes from KTC Building, seamlessly blending the classic character of older structures with 21st century amenities and technologies, residential and commercial remodeling projects of any size. Details at kylethompsoncompany.com. I'm Jonice Franklin. And I'm Amina Elahi. And this is Here Today, a podcast about Louisville's changing West. With investments coming in and rents going up, the threat of displacement is on a lot of people's minds. And some advocates say one way to help keep people in the neighborhoods is home ownership. I have six children, four boys and two girls. I said, if y'all remember something as kids, what do y'all remember about your dad? What's the biggest thing? They remember the derby parties, they remember the birthday parties, they remember this. They remember falling off a bike in the backyard, falling out of a tree. They remember everything happened, but you remember one place it happened at. That's home. It's been repeated so many times it's become a cliché. Home ownership is the American dream. It makes neighborhoods better and leads to economic prosperity. The federal government has promoted home ownership as the American dream going back to the Great Depression. And one claim that they've made is that the only way for low-income households to accumulate wealth is through home ownership. Dr. Jeffrey Zabel is a professor of economics at Tufts University. He was skeptical of home ownership as a cure-all for poverty, so he worked on a study. The name of my study is uh, Home Ownership and the Wealth Accumulation for Low-Income Households. It was published earlier this year. The results were mixed. So there were some homeowners that probably did worse off than if they had rented, whereas there were some that did better. On average, you know, they kind of broke even. Do people in Louisville own their own homes? Well, white people are a lot more likely to than black people are. The home ownership rate for Black Louisville is half that of White Louisville. Kathy Hinko is the executive director of the Metropolitan Housing Coalition. She says this disparity goes way back, way back to somebody you might remember from our very first episode. Harlan Bartholomew, right? Harlan Bartholomew. Harlan Bartholomew. Harlan Bartholomew. The godfather of city planning. May he rest in hell. You have to start with this disparity in home ownership, which is the result of successful federal policy that subsidized white family entry into ownership and absolutely clearly barred black entry into home ownership. All the uh, mortgage products barred from use by Uh, African-Americans, the subsidy to build vast amounts of single-family homes included, and you may not sell to a Black person. Policies from the past have led to the disparity that we see today. The system is working exactly the way it was designed to. Right now, we're in the midst of some huge investments in the West End. 
investments, when they're successful, make property values rise. Now, in some neighborhoods, that would be a good thing. But in neighborhoods where a lot of people are barely making their bills, it can lead to displacement. Because when property values rise, property taxes rise, and people might not be able to afford them anymore. That's when you get displacement and gentrification. Anytime you see a major change or a, a lot of capital development going on in any area, then you have a lot of speculators that are coming in because they know that property values are going to go up. So, they, you know, they're coming in and they're buying up properties. We have to have specific focuses on those groups that we would like to keep there because otherwise, you know, the market itself is, is, is poised to push them out. That's Kevin Dunlap. And I'm the executive director for an organization called Rebound, Inc. It's part of the Louisville Urban League. We have uh, been in the process of acquiring vacant and abandoned properties that are located in West Louisville. And our ultimate goal is to uh, rehab those homes and make them available for homeownership. Jeffrey Thompson bought his home through Rebound 20 years ago. And they were going to be the first major investment in market rate homes. And I think we got like $1,000 incentive to to, to buy into the program. But other than that, it was just you go to a bank, get your loan, do this, and you get the home built from the ground up. So it was kind of nice watching my house get built. I liked it. Kevin Dunlap is a big believer that home ownership is the way to build intergenerational wealth. Your goal is to leave that, you know, to your children or, you know, to, you know, your aunt or your uncle. You bought the house for $50,000. Over time, that house is $200,000. So that's $200,000 worth of wealth that you're actually leaving to someone uh, if you were to pass away. Uh, And that begins to create generational wealth. Jeffrey Zabel, who did the study at Tufts, says sometimes that's true. In the stable period, we found that low-income homeowners not only increased their wealth through home equity, but they also increased their wealth through other savings and other forms of wealth as well. So there seemed to be this incentive in some way as a homeowner to continue uh, increasing wealth through other means as, as well. But not always. There are some people who will buy a home and end up being foreclosed upon because they can't pay off their mortgage. So it's it, the, the thing is, people have to understand that there's a risk involved. And the risk is greater for people with low incomes. It's a bigger risk in the sense that you you can't rely on your wealth to to be able to get you through, you know, hard times when you when you have a drop in your income. Homeownership can be great and asset building, um, but it can also be A disaster. That's Kathy Hinko again from the Metropolitan Housing Coalition. Moving in is not the end of of homeownership. You have to pay the mortgage every month. You also have to be able to withstand the vicissitudes of of homeownership. Most people in America, uh, this is from the Federal Reserve, uh, most people in America could not handle an unexpected $400 expense easily. Let's say you do get behind on your bills. Maybe you had to replace something like a hot water heater and it put you in a bind. The property tax is due soon and you're worried you won't be able to pay. And someone calls you or leaves a note on your door offering to buy your house. 
there. My name is Kelly. Jonte and I are looking for houses to buy all across Louisville. If you have a house you're thinking about selling for any reason, give us a call. Let us talk about it and see if we can't help you out. So-called flippers can now come in, and now they can start making money. I tell you, I've gotten more offers in my home in the last four or five years because they know the development's coming, but they don't really want to give you anything for your home. Unfortunately, they are just as they sound. They're flippers. So the, the, the idea is to put uh, the least amount of money into a property uh, and turn around and sell it. Sometimes that means making improvements, at least on the surface. Oftentimes, low to moderate income families are vulnerable to that. Uh, and they end up buying a property that uh, cosmetically looks good. But three years from now, all of a sudden, the furnace goes out because that flipper didn't change out the mechanicals. And even more insidious is people who were purchasing to hold them and not doing improvements because they think the prices will go up. To you, if you're in a neighborhood, that's a real house and a real piece of property. If you're living in East Louisville, that's just paper and a way to make money. And if you're in that neighborhood, you care if that house is just on hold and deteriorating. So what's the plan to protect homeowners and renters in the West End from these market forces that seem to be on the verge of driving them out? Louisville Mayor Greg Fisher has said that they won't be pushed out. We're collaborating with the people of Russell, along with businesses, faith groups, and other community partners to make sure we restore the great legacy of this neighborhood, once known as the Harlem of the South, without displacing anyone wants to remain there. Other cities have tried to revitalize neighborhoods without displacement. We haven't been able to find an example that looks like it worked. So do Louisville leaders have a plan to do things differently? We'll hear from Mayor Greg Fisher about the city's plan, or lack thereof, in the next episode. Here Today is produced and reported by Amina Alahi, Laura Ellis, Jonis Franklin, and Kaylin Jackson. Our theme song was composed by Kojin Tashiro. Website and data reporting by Alexandra Cannon. Special thanks to Elizabeth Kerrigan for photos and to Ben and Sarah Carter for workspace. You can support here today by clicking the link in our show notes and making a one-time donation. You can learn more about the show and follow news and events in the West End at heretodaypodcast.org. From Louisville Public Media. Support comes from Vision Zero. On foot or behind the wheel, safety is a shared responsibility. And Vision Zero Louisville believes zero roadway fatalities is the only acceptable amount. Their mission is to create safe roads by design, engineering solutions, and education. More information at visionzerolouisville.org.